We have to be willing to fight for these ideals. And as a result, he, you know, he had feuds, he had, he had breaks with his friends, he had uh, real confrontations because he kept this faith in, in, regardless of the time or, or the crisis that, that he was facing. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet gonna... Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And now we're back, ladies and gentlemen. That's, uh, <laughs> well, let's start a good technical performance. Let's have a good technical performance on this show. Welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And uh, if you listened only a few moments ago, you would have heard a super hoax, the best opening ever. Yeah. <laughs> They don't do this kind of shit at the award ceremony. You know, they never see the Oscars going, oh, fuck, let's hold on. Let's start this bitch again. <laughs> it happens on my show. Um, but it's uh, it's good to be back. And um, I'll, I'll do the same thing again. Because what I'm going to do is actually I'll cut it together and it'll sound a little better after a week. Um, the uh, I'm back from Minnesota, which was nice. And I had a friend pick me up at the airport at 2, 2.30 in the morning because my flight was late. And he's a very good friend. And uh, today is a very special show. Very, very special show. Uh, you may notice the name of the show. The name of the show is Anniversaries 10 and 3 um, for obvious reasons. Today is the 10-year anniversary of the first film I ever made called The Last Laugh. And uh, most people who are listening, uh, actually a lot of people listening, if you are listening through Mixler, I can see you. Hello, guys. Nice to see you. And if you're listening, through, was that me whistling? It was. I just whistled. That was crazy. <laughs> Why didn't you ask me what? If you wanted to be in the last laugh? I don't know what that means. Uh, my brother just said, why didn't you ask me? I don't know. I don't know what I was supposed to ask. Um, but the uh, <laughs> the last laugh show... The Last Laugh Show. The Last Laugh uh, was a movie I made uh, 10 years ago, and today is the anniversary of the start of that particular film. And it's uh, it's very nice to be celebrating that. And coincidentally, today is also my third year uh, wedding anniversary. And you're like, hey, Mark, uh, does your wife know you're doing a show on your anniversary? How the fuck did you pull that off? Well, I'm kind of a dick, and uh, I can do shit like that. Um, that's just the way the bitch, that's the way a bitch rolls out. That's the way a motherfucker rolls. Um, no, <laughs> she's actually very nice. And she's, um, she is actually going to be, uh, doing a little, um, a uh, little guest, 
Uh, she'll be coming as a guest on the show, which is nice. Um, and I'll get to that in a little bit. But first things first, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't listened before and you are listening through my website, markscalia.com, welcome. Uh, and if you'd like to participate in the chat and be um, a live chatter, just click the box that you're listening to, a little speaker box, and it will zip you to Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And you just sign in using a Facebook email or something like that, uh, or your own email address, and then you can chat live. But you can be anonymous because there's a, there's a couple people. We have some uh, we have some anonymous people on fine, all, and that's fine. You want to be anonymous? That's fine. Oh, for a pickup. Oh, that's right. My brother said, "Why didn't you ask me for a pickup?" I actually was going to ask you, but the flight was changed, and blah blah blah. But it's all right. But next time, I got to go there uh, in a couple of weeks anyway, so we'll work that out. But now it's time for the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. And it's happening right now. That's the happening monologue. And which, uh, because I was I was doing a lot of stuff, and my wife and I, we actually spent the day, we had, um, we do what we usually, we usually do. We have breakfast at the, um, at the hotel that we, uh, that we got married at. So it was nice. We had breakfast there. And then we went for a little ride through Marblehead and then took a little walk. Uh, and then we went to a couple little shops and stuff like that. And then we came back and we then had a drink at another restaurant in Salem. And then we came back here and I tried to lie down for half an hour. <laughs> He took a nap. I had to take my nap, and no one changed me afterwards. <laughs> so um, it was a very nice day. So when I got home, I had to do all my show prep. And luckily, I did some of it, not a ton of it. Um, but because it's been 10 years, I want to talk a little bit about the film. It, I learned so much. Uh, shooting the last lap. Thank you to uh, my brother. Said happy anniversary to my uh, my wife and I. Um, I learned so much on the film. When I first started, I was not uh, a very good writer and a very good uh, director. Um, I had to act in my film, which I didn't want to do. But uh, it it the whole process had me learn so much. And now when I teach, I actually cite my own film as an example of what not to do. <laughs> Um, and the original film was 37 minutes long. Oh, I did the wrong thing. The original film was 37 minutes long, um, which is too long for a short and too short for long. But luckily, I had actually done some uh, done some re-editing uh, about uh, six, seven months ago. Actually, maybe even a little lot of little longer than that. I was digitizing my old footage. And uh, I went, you know, because when I originally did the film, it was analog technology and it went back and forth and it wasn't, it wasn't great, you know, to, to the technology wasn't overly cool. Um, you know, it just kind of wasn't. Um, and when I went from a digital tape to a computer and from a computer back to a digital tape and back and forth, a lot of the quality of the film got lost. And when I was um, re- digitizing my uh, my old tapes i said you know maybe one day i'll re-edit the film and i was like no it was a pain in the ass and then when i started doing the film when i started digitizing i went you know let me give it a shot and i recut the film together uh and it's under 30 minutes i shaved off over seven and a half minutes and it's tight it's the film i should have made 10 years ago um but i've got a couple casts i got some cast and crew coming in um and that's kind of a little teaser but 
Did Greedo shoot first? No. No. Han shot first. Han always fucking shot first. Let's not. Look, Spielberg. Look, Lucas. It ain't going to happen. So I don't want any talk like that. Uh, no, I cut it together so it's much, much, much better. And I've since made, um, I've since directed three or four different plays since then, uh, a couple webisodes, um, uh, a very short film, um, a bunch of different things. So I've learned quite a bit in this 10 years. So I've become a better director, a better filmmaker, a better producer. This show is not evident of that, uh, clearly, because I'm still learning on that shite. Um, but uh, it, it was such a good experience for me to work that film and do what I did. It taught me more about writing and directing and working with people and scouting locations and contracts and all kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, through the course of this show, we'll be talking a little bit more about uh, The Last Laugh because that's exactly what we're celebrating. That and uh, I've been married three years. Yay! There we go. I sound like Jerry Seinfeld. What happened? Anyway. <laughs> But now we go to this week in movie history, ladies and gentlemen. And for those of you who have not heard this segment before, which I think is everybody, um, you, I, uh, I always mess up the dates. So this way I don't mess up the dates. And in this week, and this is movie history, so it's both past, present, and future. In this week in 19, uh, sorry, 1593, playwright Thomas Kidd's accusations lead to an arrest warrant for Christopher Marlowe. And that film would be Shakespeare in Love. It was Shakespeare in Love. Um, and I'm, this is, if you noticed, you might have some kind of theme going on here if you start to put these films together. Uh, and this date, uh, this week in 1965, on his first wedding anniversary, Louis Jeffries is hit by a car and dies. That was from Chances Are with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, and the blonde chick from... Uh, Whatever that fucking movie is. She's a drummer. I don't know. Um, so see if you can put these films together and you'll get kind of a, a little theme going on, which is coincidental, but it works out. This week in movie history in 1972, Too Much Spring uh, opens by Richard Collier. Elise McKenna visits him and pres presents him with a watch before dying the same way, same night. Somewhere in time. Yes, it is somewhere in time. Um, this week in 1974, Congress passes the Homeland Security Act, deploying Sentinels, which is a movie I'm going to see tomorrow. Oh, no, Friday. X-Men's Days of Future Past. Um, in this week in 1991, Daily Bulletin headline, Chuck Denomalous to Wed Missy. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. That's what that is. Uh, in this week in 2004, Matt helped Jenna Rink photograph Class of 2004 for Poise's new design. Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? 13 going on 30. That was that, that movie. And let's see. So if I'll put them together after the end. See so if you don't find the theme, we'll work it out. In 2008, a monster invades New York, removing the Statue of Liberty's head and throwing it into the street outside Rob Hawkins' uh, Hawkins' leaving uh, leaving party. Nothing. My brother might get this. Cloverfield. 
And this week in 2018, John Connor leads an assault on a Skynet R&D facility. Dun, 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 <laughs> Terminator Salvation. And on this week, in this week, 2154, Jake Sully arrives on Pandora and is shown his avatar for the first time. <laughs> so, I will go, Godzilla, what the fuck is Godzilla? No, that was Cloverleaf. Anyway, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to name the movies, and I'm going to go through and see if you can find the theme. Uh, um, playwright accused, uh, accusations led to arrest warrant for Christopher Marlowe, Shakespeare in Love. Uh, on his first wedding anniversary, Louis Jeffries is hit by a car and dies. In 1972, Too Much Spring by Richard Collier opens. Elise McKenna visits him and presents him with a watch before dying that same night, somewhere in time. 1974, Congress passes the Homeland Security Act, deploying Sentinels, X-Men, Days of Future Past. 1991, Daily Bulletin headline Chuck Denomalous to to Wed Missy, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. 2004, Matt helps Jenna Rink to, uh, photograph the class of 2004 for Poise New Design, 13 going on 30. Uh, 2008, a monster invades New York, removing the Statue of Liberty's head. 2018, John Connor leads an assault on Skynet, Terminator Salvation. And 2154, 20, Jake Sully arrives in Pandora and is shown his avatar. Now, let's see. What would be the common theme? Hmm, let's see. Shakespeare in Love. First wedding anniversary, somewhere in time, X-Men, <laughs> Bill and Ted's bogus journey because it was uh, Chuck Denomalous and Missy were getting married, Matt helps Jenna Rink, 13 going at 30, Cloverfield, another monster movie, <laughs> Terminator Salvation, and Avatar. If you put them all together, you find a kind of a common theme. And let's see, my brother got it right. Marriage is the common theme. Ma- m- marriage. And love. True love. <laughs> that is marriage. Um, I had no idea you were where you were going. Well, it is. It's like at monsters and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but that is uh, that is the uh, movie week in history. Now, and of course, because uh, I want to wrap all this up before, because I've got some guests come, uh, calling in and coming in. Uh, so I'm going to play a quick game with you guys. Uh, I don't know if you've played this before, but we've played it in the past. And ladies and gentlemen, you're about to play The Piano Man. Sing us a song, you're the Piano Man. Sing us a song tonight. The Piano Man, yes. Mowage, yes. We're playing The Piano Man, where you get to listen to a current top 40 or a song that is not too old uh, in the top 40, either this year or last year, and you have to guess what that song is. And I'm, it's this is only for the people who are on Mixler because they have the ability to chat right in. If you get it right, you hear. And if you get it wrong, you hear. Which is not a good sound at all. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready to play, let's play Piano Man. If you know it, type it in.
This one's fairly easy. It's a kind of long one to it. Get you another 30 seconds of it, but I'm not going to play 30 seconds of it. It's not the Joy Luck Club. We've had enough of that the past 15 shows. <laughs> I will wait for you. Yes. And by who? By, by who? By whom? The Pretenders. No, not even close. <laughs> it's by Mumford and Son. It's by Sanford and Son. I think he put out a different album. It's the Sanford and Son. Let's just get to the good part. Here we go. You don't get a credit for being the missus today? Yes. Okay, Karen, you, you get that one right. Here you go. Here's another one. Let's try the second one. It sounds like Greece. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get very far? Come on, if my brother gets this, I'll shit a pizza. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Come on. My brother, my brother should get this one. Come on. And it is a boy band. Anyone? The end of the song? One direction? It's the big one with <laughs> Yeah, it was Mumford and Son. My brother's on a delay. So it's even funnier. So he's two songs behind. <laughs> that, of course, was One Direction. And what makes you beautiful? I know it's a boy band, but it's catchy. It's catchy. We should get a boy band to actually have sex with a girl band. That would be awesome. I would watch that much easier. Here we go. How about this one? <laughs> this one's. This was actually part of the free sample game last week. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Come on, you got to do this. We got three more, and I got like four minutes to do. I still got it. It is Gautier. It's Gautier. Boom. I don't know the words of the song. <laughs> it's just insane. What? Which, which, which was this song last week? Which we played. Try a sample. Which was Seville by Louise Bonfra. Which is from a western, spaghetti western. There we go. But but we're not playing that game, Mark. We're not playing that game. We're actually playing this game. We're playing this game. Here you go. Here's your next one. This is, I would torture people to just piano songs. That's what I would do. Come on, anybody? And you got to get the name right, too, because she's got a weird name. Or he's got a weird name. I don't know who it is. You got seven seconds. Seven seconds. Nothing? 
Ah, nobody got it. It was Carly Ray Jepsen. Hey, I just met you. Dude, this is crazy. Uh, here's my number. Get it on! <laughs> All right, last one. Yep, my brother's a little slow to the draw, but he got it. He, he typed in, call me Babs. That's a totally different song. <laughs> We're on to the last one. Come on, everybody. I feel like I'm four years old because I'm like, dun, 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 dun. What do you want a delay? No, I'm broadcasting right out. No, you're listening on a delay. I'm broadcasting live. There is no delay in the broadcasting. And come on. I've got I've got two guests that might take a shot at that. Oh, here we go. So nobody got it? Nothing? How about this one? It was Imagine Dragons. It's time. Here we go. Ready? Everybody sing. It sounds like a um, like a song from the 80s. It really does. It sounds like psychedelic furs or something. Let's change. There we go. And that is Piano Man. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, and I'm having some fun tonight. And when we come back, we have some more surprises in store. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. just trolling through the internet and all of a sudden this leaf pops up turns out it's my cousin found out all the things she likes and where she lives it was actually really cool and that's when i discovered incestry.com visit incestry.com and discover the world's largest online resource you don't have to know what you're looking for you just have to start looking hi this is comedian actor john m keating and you're listening to Radio, irregardless. Hosted by my very good, dear friend. Mark Scalia. Okay, yeah, that's good. You can just put whatever he wants in there. I don't give a shit. Whatever. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're always having technical issues because I forgot to key up all the things. So I played the first one and then you had that unusually long delay. You know something, my year on the Radio Irregardless wavelengths have is coming up on a year. My 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 time, my shows have almost a year. And I want a technically perfect show. 
and it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, you. Uh, oh, I know what I got to do. I got to set up my phone because otherwise somebody can't call me. Um, I have set up, or best I have, I've set up um, uh, my phone to. Um, I got my phone set up now. Hopefully, I don't have a call. I've got cast and crew coming in at, uh, for the radio for the last laugh to celebrate the anniversary. My wife up? No, she's not up here yet. But joining me in studio is Mr. Paul Kravitz, who is not a stranger to the show, nor is he a stranger to Mixler. Uh, Paul, say hello. Uh, I am a stranger, a stranger in a strange land. This is this is quite phenomenal. Seeing it from this side, <laughs> it's, it's 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 the, the exact horror that I thought it would be. It is, it is the fucking horror. Because <laughs> this is me trying to work the show. Yes, and uh, and my wife just uh, texted something right now. How is my volume compared to Mark's? Yeah, I just let's put that. I'd up. Ask, and that way we'll. we'll yeah, we'll I just sound back. louder. I I really do. I just sound louder. Okay. I'm not like I I think because I've got your levels up. You're you're putting out more output than I am. Well. So. I did have a large lunch, so... But, it, hey now. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. <laughs> uh, so Karen is coming into the studio as well, and we have some uh, some people calling in, some of the cast members, which uh, I'm hoping if they're listening, uh, I sent out the email today. And there's tons, uh, tons of people just just involved with the, uh, with the, um, the movie. Um, so Paul was uh, not only working some of the, uh, the back stuff, um, you know, the... The back in the production, he was also involved in actually being cast. Paul played. Uh, he played a comic comic host, I believe it a was comic host, comest host one. He played comic host. <laughs> yes, comic host. Uh, and actually joining me in studio as well is my lovely wife, my bride of three years. Yay! Uh, so that's that's my bride of three years. Yay! Yeah, say something. I gotta boost your volumes. Okay, my hi. Yeah, I gotta boost your volumes too. Keep talking. A little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, that microphone's falling though. (laughs) Just in time to catch it. (laughs) Yeah, and this is actually a first because oh no, I've had uh, two people on guest. I've had uh, Joe and and Renee. Yeah, you've had a two on one before. I've had. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I have. I have. It's uh, on my wedding anniversary. You gonna call me out like that? Sorry. Sorry, Fuck. I, I anyway, did want right? to ask you a question. Can I can I ask a question? Shoot, uh, I liked in the beginning how you see, when you talked about Karen. You said, "Oh, she's very nice." Now it, it made me think that you were talking about a puppy at that point, because you're like, "Oh, she's very nice." She peed on the floor and had a rubber face, but she's very nice. She's very nice. When did I say she's you very nice? You said that nice. at the beginning of the show. You're like, "Oh, my wife," because you were talking about doing a show nice. on your anniversary. You're like, I'm a, I'm a dick. I'm an asshole, but she's very nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very nice of me. Yeah, so I could do this. Made me think like you would talk about a puppy. You don't say your wife is nice. You say my beautiful wife, my lovely wife, my understanding wife. You don't call her nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of that. (laughs) Speaking of that, let's see if how my God, see if I can do this without getting in trouble. Hello. Oh come on. Oh, there we go. Hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. I'm adjusting levels. Hang on. There we go. And you know something? I'm going to boost everything because this <laughs> is this Hillary. It is indeed. Yes. Hi. Hey. Hillary, how are you? I'm excellent. How are you? It's been a bajillion years. Yes, it has. I'm gonna I'm gonna boost you up as much as I possibly can because I've got uh, all these things. Uh, with me in studio is Karen. You remember Karen? Hi, Hillary. I do. Hi, 
Karen. And Paul. Do you remember Paul? I don't think we actually met. Of course, of course. Hello. Yeah, Hello. You, you were on. Yeah. Did, was I, oh, I was there. That you were day. there that day. That's that was right. the day was, of the limo. That's right. <laughs> I was there that day. So for those of you who don't know, um, Hillary was actually in uh, the movie The Last Laugh. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you were woman in car? No, woman in limousine. You might have been beautiful woman in limousine. <laughs> yeah, some, something along those lines. That's... I, I, I think of myself as woman at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's my role. No, and it was... Uh, the it, last woman. That's what I'll call myself. Last woman. In, <laughs> last woman scene. Yeah. No, yeah, but... The uh, last laugh. I'll be the last woman. Let's see. I, I'm actually looking it up right now. No, you actually got you... Um, Let's see. You were woman in limousine. That's <laughs> oh. woman in limousine. You were wow. woman in limousine. Yes, but uh, you've done much more than that. You've done much more than that. You were a wonderful uh, addition to the uh, to the Last Laugh family, um, and it was very good to have you there. And it was just really good work with you. And now you live out in L.A. Now, huh? I do. I've been out in L.A. for about six years now i finally made the move from boston after a long time of doing indie film in boston i said okay it's time to uh, head west <laughs> young man so, yeah, it, here it, i am and i've uh, i've seen a lot of your postings on uh, facebook and such and uh you seem like you're doing very well it's like you're always in these parties and award shows and and uh you know people kind of <laughs> hate you Everyone's always got something they're working on or doing, so it's fun to kind of jump into different groups. And it, it reminds me a lot of Boston. It's just on a bigger scale, you know. We did the same thing in Boston. We would always help each other out and jump into projects. And out here, I've been involved in some really great stuff. So it's been really fun. And what are, what are some of the projects? Can you tell us about some of the projects you're involved in? Sure. Um, well, I think my favorite has to be working with uh, John Sales about a year ago on his latest film, Go For Sisters, because he is a director that when I started doing film in Boston, I started acting about 2001, uh, 2002. I kept saying, like, now that's a guy I want to work with someday. And for 10 years, I held on to that, and I finally got to work with him. So nice. I feel like mission accomplished there. That's um, awesome. And that comes out on DVD this summer. So that's exciting. Yikes. Good for you. And I think the last time the last time I had seen you, it was uh it was in um somebody told me to watch the movie uh not shocked, not what was the movie I made you watch? Oh, that horrible, horrible movie. Sorry, I had a lobotomy <laughs> to forget that one. You no, were, the, hopefully you weren't in this this movie. No, she wasn't. She it. wasn't it? She wasn't it. No way. Hillary wasn't it. I am so sorry. Yeah, and Bob DeChico was in it. What is it? What is it? What was it? It was that movie Conned? Sh Conned. Was it Conned? Yeah, it was con. Conned. Yeah, you were. Conned, yes. You were I in conned. Conned, absolutely. Yeah. I thought. Now I said this to Paul. I I thought it was shot fantastic. I just didn't get it at the end. It was like this five second kind of fix at the end, and I didn't think I was like, "Who? Where's Hillary doing? How come there's not more Hillary?" That's and what pissed me off. What got me yeah, is that the whole. I... Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't hear what uh, what Paul was saying. Um, yeah, no, I, I, that was one of the last, uh, features I worked on before I left Boston, um, six years ago. So it took, <laughs> it took Arthur, um, a long time to pull it together. And I thought it was shot beautifully too. And I, I guess my part got cut down cause I definitely shot a little bit more than you see there. So 
I think after I left, he had, did some creative shuffling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, which... I was there in Boston. I went to the premiere. I, I flew back last uh, year ago, October, to go see it. And it was fun to see all my old castmates and everything. It was a big to-do down at the Lowe's on Boston Common. It was really fun. But I'm just happy to see that he finished it. It was a, it was a labor of love. It took him a long time. He persevered, so... Yeah, I know what I that's like. <laughs> Yeah, that was the film that drove you from Boston, is what I I feel because I watched that movie. Mark said, "Watch this movie," and he, I, I was like, All "I said right. it's shot, it's beautifully yeah, it was, shot." I have to admit, it was shot well. It was and fantastic. I, I, I thought there was little overusage of that that follow cam, like on the pool stick or the pool. Cue. It was a ton of that. There was a lot of that. Which of that. I thought it was a nice oh, yeah, effect yeah, at yeah, first, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> then I watched this movie and I'm sitting, I'm waiting for it to get. And again, no disrespect to the filmmaker, but I was waiting for it to get better. I was just watching, watching. Maybe there was going to be a big twist. Maybe this, maybe that. Mark talked this movie up like it was the next best thing, <laughs> like it was the Deer Hunter it was. in Boston. And it at was. the end, I wanted to be Christopher Walken and just yeah. pow, end it all. So. Well, definitely one, one of the best traits about that director is that he's really, really ambitious. So yes. that film is definitely ambitious. And some people can follow along because there's a lot of characters, there's a lot happening. <laughs> And for yeah, I can see how it was a little confusing for some of the people I went and saw it with. But um, it's yeah. Now, now let me ask <laughs> you this: designed to be that way. I think I think he wants you to not know which which end is up. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, now let me ask you this because um, I experienced this. I mean, as you know, Last Laugh is celebrating its ten year anniversary, and it was the first film I did, and I learned so much in that film myself. So. I don't really look at, I mean, now it's 10 years later and I can go, yeah, I can kind of critique or, you know, comment on films. Um, but when you watched it, did you, did you get, um, let me actually articulate this. When you watch it, you said a lot of your parts were cut. Um, did it feel like the same movie you shot? changed a lot he he changed the script a lot of things changed after i left um because i yeah he's been working on this for a really really long time so i I, i'm not exactly sure i sort of lost touch with it and then kind of came back around when it was done so (laughs) i might not be the person to best answer that question but um yeah well, I've actually re- I've recut after 10 years. I actually recut together Last Laugh, so it's much it's a shorter film now and it's much tighter. Um did you and really? yeah, I did. I did. I uh, I took all the extra oh, footage and awesome. I I recut it so that the quality is better and I did some a uh, little bit of sound and a little bit of color correction. And uh and just like in uh, Con, um I cut your part down. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm teasing okay. you. I'm teasing you. <laughs> no. Woman to no woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just got into an empty limousine. It, no, you went from woman in limousine to who was that limousine? No. <laughs> it's yeah, great. Right, right. Did, did I see a face in that limousine? No. <laughs> he changed it to himself looking into right, a mirror. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. I, pre- I appreciate that. I, nice 10-year uh, anniversary <laughs> I shot it on green screen and then put my face on top of it. I'm experimenting with green screen. You know, like you know, like Spielberg's. You know, like Spielberg. I think there should be a sequel to the Last Laugh. That's what I think. <laughs> well, the Last Laugh would be the Last Laugh, so I don't, I don't know. But just like when Spielberg went to ET and he took ET, he took all the guns away. I've just taken all the other actors away. It's like the most bizarre. It's like what's that duplicity with them? With Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton. <laughs> so everybody is me in the movie, but it's so good to hear from you. And I was actually, uh, I talked to uh, Martin Lee, and I haven't talked to him. 
since we were filming. And him and I spent uh, almost an hour on the phone, and I have an audio interview with him coming up after our, after our, our next break. But um, it's really good to hear from you, Hillary, and I, I, I hope that things are just continuing to go well. And it's great to keep in touch and see what you're doing through Facebook and all that. And uh, Are you planning on – what's your next project? I know that – I know that you're. Uh, you just wrapped one project. What's your next project? You have anything in the pipeline? Yeah, I am. Um, I just wrapped on a feature called About, um, which will be, I think, starting the festival run. Hopefully, starting in January. Um, and that one's a really, a really fun one because it's 15 uh, absolutely true stories from uh, the actors who portray them, all woven together in one film. And uh, oh, nice. it's really exciting. That so, sounds really interesting. That is, that is next up. And then I'm also involved, um, I might be involved in this in this movie shooting in Detroit this summer, another indie film. So I'm kind of uh, big on the indie, the indie scene right now. <laughs> I'm kind I'm of a big deal. all the good projects. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. That's Hillary Barrafoot. Kind of a big deal. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No, definitely. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still just a girl from, uh, from Boston who loves her Red Sox. So I don't know how big of a deal I am. <laughs> did you, did you happen to watch the Bruins? I was actually in um, Cabo San Lucas when they played Game Seven, and I was like walking by bars, like trying to get <laughs> any, any bits and nuggets. That's of a good Boston girl. I, I could get, and actually, I was actually really glad that I didn't end up watching it because. I probably would have thrown something at the TV. Yeah, they uh, they actually got their asses handed to them pretty pretty bad, and now oh, yeah. now no, of course I that's I, great. Mon- I, I heard it was it sounded brutal. Yeah, and of course um, Montreal's getting their asses handed to them by the Rangers, which I hate the Rangers, but now I love the Rangers. <laughs> do you guys, do you yeah, guys you love the Rangers? No, yeah, I love them because they're they're beating up they're beating up Montreal. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, living Wait, up what? Long, living yeah, up absolutely. Um, yeah, I felt bad. Poor Bruins. Yeah. I was hoping they could follow suit, you know, follow in the Red Sox footsteps. Yeah. Something, just uh, great for Boston and, and repeat their success a couple of years ago. But that's well, not the case. Yes. Well, we live in a good sports team and a good sports town. So there's always, we always go, there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Always well, next year. Yeah. Until there's not. <laughs> so the, the, the film that you're doing, The About, is that filming in um, in L.A.? Or you said it's in Detroit? Or that's the next oh, film? No, that one just wrapped in L.A., but there's another one that will be shooting the in Another one in Detroit. Detroit possibly, gotcha. But it's, it's very early stages, so I'm not exactly sure yet, but it's in the pipeline, and I'm exci- getting excited about that one. Well, but, um, yeah, About just wrapped. We did three weeks of shooting here, just here in L.A. Actually, we just had a wrap party on Monday night, so... <laughs> Nice. Well, since I since I got you on the be involved in since I got you on the air, let's let's play you a quick little clip. This is a clip of Hillary oh, Barrafford. Yeah, I want to hear it. This is a little awkward, isn't it? No, not really. And I think I I don't think we can do it better than that, really. <laughs> 
mine. I know. You know what's funny? <laughs> that was on my my reel for a really long time. Like that was like the last <laughs> scene on my reel because I thought it wrapped things up very nicely. It was yeah. It's a perfect ending to a reel. It's That's a great. Perfect ending. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, absolutely. It cool. It's it's Just a the right amount. And, I would freeze frame on the smile, and that would be the end of the reel. You know, it's so funny because as actors, you don't usually get footage that would cap a reel nicely, and you're right. That was perfect. Yeah, so my my one line really served me well for a number of years. (laughs) I only recently just took it off, Mark. Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you about. Uh, What the fuck's up with that? (laughs) 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 What is it, good enough to get your indie shit done, and then all of a sudden you're like, fuck him? <laughs> just tell him. But just it took, it took, you know, it took years. Just so tell him you brought it back. Don't actually go. bring it back. Just tell him you did. He'll be it's happy with that. Compliment. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He'll, he'll never watch it anyway. He doesn't have enough time. He's too busy hosting radio shows and doing stand up. <laughs> that's right. He's yeah. A busy boy. That's ex- that's exactly how. So Hillary, I have one question for you because <laughs> so people ask this question like all the time. In Boston, you know that we have some of the best Chinese food in the world. Um, how is it out in LA? True. How does it compare? LA does not have great Chinese food. Really? See, <laughs> nope. this, I haven't found compare. one place. Uh, they have, they have great, they have great other types of, of foods. I mean, they have some of the best Korean food. They have great sushi. They have great Mexican food, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chinese food is like kind of a, kind of a soft spot out here. Yeah. It's not really the best. Can't find any good Chinese food anywhere. It's, it's odd. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, there's uh, if you go it's like San Francisco's got amazing Chinese food, and and if you go up, yeah, to Seattle, case, yeah, yeah, it's like you go up the coast, it's much better. If you go down the coast, it's much better. L.A. is this sinkhole. It's sinkhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of sinkhole and natural disasters, how you doing out there with the wildfires? That's really uh, south of me. That's more down by by San Diego. But those things are scary. I mean, we've had our share of them up here, and I live like right at the base of the the Hollywood Hills. Mm. So it's really scary to think how quickly that stuff can spread. I mean, yeah, it's so dry that it just completely goes up in flames. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's further down towards San Diego, and I'm really I'm really happy it's far away from me, so I don't have to worry about it but it's definitely um, yeah there's a uh, there's a comic out of boston joe yanetti very funny he said uh he goes california's got four seasons just like we do he goes it's just a little different he goes she got heat then you get dry then you get fire and then you got rain he goes those are the four seasons he goes everything's yeah, basically, everything's yeah, sunny the and then it gets very dry and then somebody throws a match out the window and then it becomes fire and then the rain comes and then it turns into mud. <laughs> Fire so bad. It's like, like five days a year, though. That's the problem. <laughs> Just like anything else. There's not enough rain to put out those Yeah. Fires, that's for sure. Well, I know uh, you have dinner. You have dinner plans now? You going out to dinner? I do. I do. <laughs> I do have a dinner to get to. Oh, um, see, she's absolutely. so trending. Are you trending? What's that? Are you trending? Am I trending? Is it tre- is that what they say? Is that what the kids say no, on Twitter? Tre- the word trend and me do not go together not kids. under any circumstances. <laughs> really? I am like the furthest thing from trendy or trending or trend worthy. 
And are you? Can you be located on HillaryBarrerford.com? Is that how that works? I can be located on there, and also on Twitter at Hillary Barrerford as well. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in the chat so that everybody can say hi to you. Um, and I will I will awesome. thank you for your uh, for your time here. I appreciate you calling in. Um, just it's very nice to hear Absolutely. from you, and I'm no glad problem. that everything's going well. And it was awesome to hear all your voices too, all all in the room together. It's exciting. It's like a little blast from the past. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you get a chance, um, I got uh, I got Martin uh, Martin Lee coming on, and him and I had a lot of fun on his interview. So um, you probably can't because you're going to be enjoying dinner because you know you're L.A. now. You're doing the whole the L.A. thing, and you, get to, yeah, you know, you know, you just you're not forgetting your friends, which is good. See, it's nice. She's like, you know, I'll I'll do a call in. Kidding me? I love I love my Boston people. <laughs> well, hopefully, um, in- the best. Boston was the, be- the best place in the world to start out even being part of the film world. I mean, it was absolutely the best thing I could have done. So Nice. I have a lot of uh, fond memories of, of working with everyone there for a long time. Well, we, we do and miss you, Hillary. I'd fly back and work with everybody again. Well, maybe uh, there's maybe a sequel. Maybe a sequel. Maybe a sequel in the works. Maybe a sequel will be in the works. and. A prequel? <laughs> it would have to be a prequel because uh, I don't want to file out more SAG contracts. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, Hillary, can I ask you a quick question before you go? Yeah. All uh, that paperwork is no bueno, huh? Yeah. Hillary, quick question for you before you go. This is Paul. Uh, Paul Soleil. Are you familiar with him? Oh, Paul Soleil. I don't know how he says his last yeah, name. I am. He's, um, yeah, he went to Emerson, right? Yep. He's a big horror director. Yep, he's a big horror. And he's actually very big. I've seen a lot of his photography. He does very well with his photography. He takes some really fantastic pictures. Oh, I just have. Yeah, I, I follow his photography on, on Facebook and Instagram, and yeah. I'm constantly like, wow, he did it again. I like that photo and that photo and that photo. Yep, yeah, I did. I've like, liked a lot of his. He's crazy Eastern European country right now scouting for his next film, and oh. it looks just horribly creepy oh good All that's what he does good at seem like very murdery yeah <laughs> but now mark do you know who paul solat is no he plays um this is nico for the jack chop he's the jack chop guy is he really yeah he's the jack but he's also direct he directed grace did you ever see grace, oh, grace with the baby with the baby yeah the crazy baby yeah, he directed that yeah and he wow. uh he's friends with adam green from so Mary's the jack Club. chop guy is a horror director yeah even worse he went to emerson <laughs> fuck <laughs> And is it very? I think he did. I'm pretty sure. Did you go to Emerson, you know, Hillary? Here I am, like on on uh, radio saying that, but I'm pretty sure he went to Emerson. I think that's my memory. But yeah, he's awesome. He's he's doing wonderful things. Yeah. That guy. Did yeah, that... Adam Green too. Yep, Adam Green. Adam Green. I used to um, I worked with Will Barrett when I was in Boston, and Will Barrett is Adam Green's DP on all the Hatchet movies and on Frozen and. Oh, Frozen you know, was a great flick. Will, great flick. Will's an awesome, awesome <sighs> Boston dude. Yeah. As well, and I think they're all—they all know Paul. And they're all, you know. Yeah, they're all pretty close. Of, I see. Of, you know, the really good horror filmmakers out here. Nice. And Karen asked a question. Did you go? Did you actually go to Emerson? Me? No, I went to um, Williams College out in the Berkshires. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because it was just, no, it was a lot of Emerson talk going around, so we were just figuring it out. You know, when I was in Boston, I did so many Emerson projects that I feel like I kind of have an honorary degree. <laughs> right. Emerson, but yeah, I'm, I'm 
Williams College all the way. Go Eves. Go Eves. <laughs> well, well, Hillary, thank you so much for, for, for jumping on. Thank you so much for jumping on and, and taking the time. I really appreciate it. And we do miss you. Boston misses you. We miss you. We had a lot of fun doing the project. Aww, and uh, if uh, now because. I talk to you guys, and I can't wait to catch up with you guys more soon. Yeah. And if here's my plan because the movie is now under 30, I might submit it to some festivals, and I don't know what the parameters are. But if that happens, um, I will definitely keep you informed and all that. Oh my gosh! Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, <laughs> it's a film from the big screen. So, well, it's actually it's been on the big screen twice. I would totally try to make it if it was anywhere near where I could get to. Yeah, well, with any luck, I'll upload it to Netflix or something. Or <laughs> 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 that'd be great. Even better, I'll beam it into my own house. That, that makes it really easy for me. Thank you. That well, Martin said the same thing. Martin said he goes, "I'd love to see uh, a clip." So, what my plans are is to recut it together and. and uh, Maybe set it up on a Vimeo site or something like that, so everybody who was working on it can get a, a new digital copy of it. So that would be very cool. I would definitely let me know if you uh, if you do that. I will. And Hillary, thank you so much for calling. It's great to hear from you, sweetheart. All right, good to talk to you guys. All right, take care. Tell LA we said hello. I will. Bye, Hillary. Bye, Hillary. Bye. Hillary. <laughs> And that was Hillary Barraford, and I just put her uh, website there. It's Hillary1LBarraford.com, uh, and you can definitely check her out. And She's doing all kinds of wonderful st things uh, out in L.A. and Boston, Michigan. Uh, and here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play the uh, Martin Lee interview since we're still doing that. And when we come back, because I've got two in-studio guests, and I'll let them tell you a little bit about their experiences uh, on The Last Laugh. But here's a little interview from Martin Lee, who played Paul Lee in The Last Laugh. It's been 10 years. This is awesome to talk to you. I haven't spoken to you since, since we kind of wrapped up the film. And um, you are now located on the West Coast. I'm on the left coast, and, yep. And yeah. how, how long have you been out there? I think it's been almost four years now. I'm selling oranges on the side of the road. <laughs> um, I'm spinning signs. Uh, no, no, it's been, uh, it's, been, it's been really cool. I've been lucky to, to kind of get in with a good group of friends here, and, and I've done some, some of the improv stuff and some of the plays and just kind of getting into a theater group, so I think that, that helps a lot. I will tell you this. You're a very good actor, and the moment you walked in from your headshot and then from your audition, I actually said, that's Paul. I remember going into that audition, too, and I think what I really enjoyed about, about you and the process, and I think Paul was there, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You guys were so... Uh, honest with each other you know in that like brotherly way where kind of brothers can be honest with each other where you you know what you both want like he was there supporting the project for you and you had your your goal and your idea of what you wanted the character to be but you guys are so honest with each other and you listen to each other in such a way i, I can't remember the exact details but i just remember you know when i go into him i kind of get a feeling as weird that yeah. sounds and, and uh and it and informs me if I'm comfortable or not, to be honest, because I do go in there as ultra scared, especially when you go on a new project, and I do that now, too. You kind of got to go with your instincts and what you feel, and I just remember the feeling in that room was that you guys were 
you, it was a safe room for you guys. Uh, and I think it was a safe relationship for you guys where you could be honest with each other. And we talked about a little bit during the filming process about how honest Paul is as a stand-up. And I'm, uh, you know this more than I do, but you're kind yeah. of filtering your honesty to a message where everyone kind of gets it. But what I, what I got from the sense of Paul in that relationship was he was just honest. You know, I mean, he was a funny guy. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he enjoyed, you know, stand, being a stand-up in comedy. But I think like all that came from a sense of honesty from him. Um, and I think that's the way he dealt with his friends, the ones he truly cared about and his relationships, things, the relationships he truly cared about. I think that that's what trumped everything else. You know, I don't think he was at least in the film, the way I kind of approached it. And I think maybe even in real life where stand-up was important to him, but it wasn't, you know, the only thing to him. I'm, I'm thinking back and I'm, I'm sort of remembering like the feelings that I had from from approaching that project and then and being in it. And I think looking back on it with, with a lens of like 10 years, you know, and kind of the yeah. things that I'm doing now, I think uh, that was the thing that stood out to me the most was, was, how, was, was that trace from him. Is Steph completely out of the apartment? Yeah. It feels so weird with all the stuff gone. Sometimes the right people meet at the wrong time. You want what you want, and she wants what she wants. It's all about timing. You do remember timing, don't you? Timing? You're supposed to be helping me, Paul. I just meant that... And you're an expert? On you? Yes. Really? Really? I've known you for a long time, Mike. You want comedy. But you're so focused on it that everything else comes second. You don't even see it. But I do. And so did Stephanie. Mike, I'm your friend. I'm telling you this because I'm trying to help you. I love that scene. I, mean, I thought the writing was really good, you know, from the film. I know the technology's changed and, you know, yeah. the budget was what it was. But uh, the story, I always thought was really tight. You know, I always thought it was a really good story. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And now that I've looked at it and I went through, I went, did you actually write that? That's drivel. But it was acted much better than it was written, which, of course, is the dream of any writer. The line that uh, the first scene that you're in when Paul and Mike are at the comedy club and it's the whole karate kid thing. The original line was there is no try. There's only do. It's when Miyagi was teaching Daniel the karate and Mike was supposed to say to Paul, what did you read that in a fortune cookie? And, th and through the audition process, I think you and like four of the people that went, um, that's actually from Star Wars. <laughs> and, I went, and I went, oh, my God, that's so that's the, like the funniest thing ever. Um, and it, of course, it's perfect in the way in the way it's done. Let me play you that scene, too. You know, it's tough putting time into stuff and comedy. You can have both, you know, I try, but it's tough. There is no try. What? It's from the Karate Kid. Remember when Daniel was having all this trouble and he said, I'll try, and Miyagi said, there is no try, there is only do. Dude, that's from Star Wars. Whatever. Look, Stephanie wants to settle down. She wants to get married and have kids. You're doing shows, changing a bathroom, sleeping in cars. I'm not saying you have to choose, but you may have to settle down. I'd like to settle down. Dude, don't lie to me, okay? I'm not Oprah, I'm Dr. Phil. 
I know what's going on. <laughs> well then, Dr. Lee, what's going on? You are afraid of having it all. That's, that scene flowed really well. I remember, I remember all that stuff. That, that Karate Kid line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was well, hilarious. Now I'm remembering it, especially after. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember the other, and you had the, uh, you had the, um, you had all the stage business that you were doing. Like you were writing your set list, and you had the, um, the coffee stir in your mouth. And I said, "Do you like it?" You go, "Yeah, I want it." And I was like, "Okay, just find a good time to get rid of it." And that was it. That was the, that was like the worst direction, but I guess it was the best direction or whatever. I, I got to say, you know, that fact that you, all right, you wrote it, you directed it. You acted in it. That is very commendable. I mean, I try to do something like that where I write, wrote, produce a short, and, and that almost killed me. Like, I, you know, I'm, that's ridiculous. So I, I got to say, the fact that it came together as well as it did, I'm surprised it didn't kill everybody on set. Like that. oh. Well, that's why I had to marry Karen. I said, well, do you want to get married? She's like, is that what I won? I <laughs> no, no, I, I could break up with you. That would probably be a better prize. So. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's been 10 years. So yay. <laughs> yay, yay. I can't believe it. I, I seriously, uh, yeah, I would love to see the new film. I mean, um, it sounds like it sounds really good over the phone. I would love to see it online somewhere. What's going on for you now? I mean, especially you said that you were, um, starting to get involved with more theater groups and things like that. Doing a lot more kind of sketch improv. I'm in the groundling sort of, I guess you call it like their program or whatever it is. But yeah, I'm doing their advanced level. So this is like the last level before they kind of pick people for their their performing company. I'm in that level right now. So I've got, I guess, student shows coming up over the next few weeks and the next few months, actually. So keep your fingers crossed, I guess. And if I do all right there, then I... I, I I could get picked for uh, one of the performing companies, so that would that'd be really cool. Well, so. if you make that, which I, when you make that, you know something, I'm just gonna zing it out there. You know, it's a whole <laughs> L.A. karma thing. When you make the, uh, when you get out of the AAA ball and you start playing yeah. for the leagues, definitely post that because I'd love to love to see you do that and and be in touch and all that stuff. So, yeah, we'll do, we'll do for sure, man. Okay. All right, Martin. It's it literally. It's it's been so good talking to you again, and I hope uh, I hope nothing but the best. And and definitely let me know or through Facebook or Twitter it when you make the Groundlings and when you make your first million, because I can say <laughs> I knew him well. Oh, he's changed. Oh, he's changed he's... so much in so many ways. On Facebook, you'd be like, uh, "Who is this again?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing but the best. YouTube. See you, Martin. Right. Bye bye. All right. Bye. And that was the interview with uh, Martin Lee, uh, all uh, put together and with the sound bites and the sound clips and all that. And the little in-betweens were actually from inside the actor's studio, which I said, fuck that. I'm using it. That's good enough for me. Um, but uh, joining me in the studio is Paul Kravitz. Hello. And Karen Scalia. Hey. My lovely bride. Uh, she and is lovely. I have to interrupt. She is lovely. She is lovely. She gets lovelier every time I see her. I, I haven't seen her in a while, and I thought she'd love me before. And I came in today, and she's scrambling around doing a million things. But she has time to be a little gracious host, too. And just to throw it in, says, I'm really busy, but hi. And, and then she goes back to doing what she's doing. She's just ever more lovely. You did good, my friend. You did good. Yeah, you know what that is? Karen, Wait. I'm sorry. No. Wait, do you know what that is? What is that? Do you know what that is? What's that? Acting! No. <laughs> it's acting, everyone. She was announcing to the back row. <laughs> the back row. So, uh, now, 
I, we we actually hadn't had a chance to catch up because everything is happening at the same time, which is good. But now we can catch up a little bit. Yes. Um, now, Paul, you played uh, comic host, comic host, and you were you were a DP on I was a lot a of projects. Assistant project. DP, assistant DP. Yep. And Karen, you actually was very you were very uh, integral in all this because it was your apartment at the time, which later I moved into. Um, which That's yeah, it was. it was. I remember the spiral staircase. It was your yeah, apartment. It's a great place. Um, you were set designer. You were actually assistant director mm-hmm. uh, for a bunch of different things. The only thing you didn't do was ha- actively be in front of the camera because yeah. you were SAG at the time, or our SAG, and I was not. So I was and like, get out of it. It was your project. It was kind of good to, for me to play a different role uh, than I normally do. And it was actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it was, it was also a really fun challenge with the art direction because you know here you have this kind of bachelor pad and you have this character that is having a tough time settling down or knowing what he wants to do next. And here I had this apartment full of stuff and we had to kind of, I remember box everything up and put everything aside and keep everything really, you know, static, really static. <laughs> yeah. So it looked like a guy's apartment, you know, not that I have a lot of girly things, but it, it needed to look, you know, like you genuinely live there. It needed to be by, you know, kind of viable. I remember moving a lot of furniture and yeah. moving a things lot of around. Times, so, yeah. Was, yeah, just I remember. And I remember how many times I hit my head in your bedroom. You know, I remember how many times I walked too close. It went to a, yeah, it, it went to slanted. a dormer. Yeah, and I was walking I was like, oh god. Well, I think one of the one of the hardest scenes was I think for everybody uh, is when we shot uh, when Stephanie's out of the apartment after the scene the the the, the first scene I played uh, with the clip of Martin, where after they get in the fight at the club and. Uh, Mike goes on stage and Martin leaves the, the room and then Mike goes home and we had to take all the furniture out of your entire top floor. Yes. I don't remember what we did. Everything except the bed in the we bureau. We it on the other side of the camera. Oh, we, we did? Did, everything. did we cheat everything? We cheated everything. On oh, that. Wow. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't bring a lot downstairs. Oh. It brought... would be funny if the camera swung around it would look like an episode of Hoarders. I mean, <laughs> 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 everything's like on one side of the room. <laughs> It's like, I found a dead cat. <laughs> Another one. That makes seven this week. That's seven this week. There's, there's one clip from the uh, from the outtakes that I actually found you on, Karen. I want to play it for you. Uh, see if I can get this. Here we go. Roll your arm up my back. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? Like, you're going Put like your this. Hand. Put your hand up. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Uh... But land it where it was. <laughs> yeah. So from from his like shoulder blade to his stomach. There were too many cooks. This. Yeah. There were too many cooks. This nay. And she literally okay. rolls well her okay. hand. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. Maybe even slower than that. Yeah. yeah. A little slower. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the last scene that Karen was in, where Karen was laughing. Uh, uncontrollably. Let's see, where is it? Oh, I thought I had it. Um, it was like we were doing the last scene, and the bed was shaking like completely. And I think my line was, "It feels like somebody put a quarter in the bed." Um, <laughs> I can't remember it. But this is one of my. Uh, this is one. Oh no, here it is. Let's say, did I find it? No, I go all the way back. Um, I think I just have that middle age memory because so much of this. I'm forgetting until you either show me a clip or we yeah. talk about it. Well, I, 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 I've spent, I mean, I spent time editing it the first time. Yeah. And then I spent time editing it again. So to me, this can't be it's 10 years fresh, because yeah. I've I've been on it the right. whole time. I think I've watched it within the last year because I have my DVD. She's lost focus. Uh, this, this is Paul. 
Do we have? Oh. <laughs> I was going for the background action first. Sorry. <laughs> he was My just, bad. He was just staring. Who was that fat guy in the screen? My God, he was huge. I that we're doing it's continuous <laughs> outtakes. To your left again. To your left again. Left. It's left, left. Okay, uh, so more to the right there. Uh, your other right. There you go. <laughs> Scene 8F. Take three. I love that one. You know what I found very weird? People don't look at the road. <laughs> Action! Boom! <laughs> That's me booing Paul. We, I mean, I just had so much fun. I had fun editing the outtakes. I wanted to yeah. recut together that. Um, I literally, I'm trying to remember where that, where that one scene was because I well, had Karen. People listening aren't, can't see what you're doing right now. No, it's, it, that's fine, though. Oh, the, oh! This is it. This is you and Karen. This was another scene where uh, we're in the. The whole point of this scene is um, Mike crawls in a bed and you don't see Stephanie, and then she rolls her arm over him, and then he's like, "Oh, there's somebody else in the bed with him." And this was this was to it was a last scene, and we were trying to be quiet, and we were there for the like the whole day, and we were all punchy. Man. But you look like you were laughing, Mark, the whole time. You were smirking. Well, she's face. laughing. All, this is, it's like the, one of those beds in the hotel. <laughs> that's all that's going on. Like the bed was shaking. I'm going, did I put a quarter in the bed? <laughs> it was very funny. I think I remember that being like Father's Day. I think it was like a Sunday. Obviously, it's Father's Day. Yeah, Sunday, but it I think was. it was Father's Day. It was. I think I remember because I remember saying to myself, um, that it was Father's Day. I, my daughter had not yet been born yet, so I was like, "What do I have to do on Father's Day? What do I care?" It's like, <laughs> oh my God, no, there, no there, big deal. There's a call to how long ago it's been. That you, now you oh, have yeah. two children. I have I two mean, kids, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Wowie oh, zowie! Yeah, no, so yeah, <laughs> time so has it's passed. it's crazy. So so in speaking of the time, the ten years uh, since the last laugh. You've done some other things. You've you've done yeah. some plays with me. I've done yeah. I've did uh, what two plays with you? I did. Um, Murder me always. Murder me always, and seance. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Yeah, one. that was, that that's my showgirls, really. <laughs> <laughs> Without that's, the beautiful boobs, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was my showgirls as well. When I when I when I'm told I'm a terrible director from an actress who can't who's, act, who can't act, <laughs> who was I mean, yeah. w- w- you gave direction to be a little over the top, but not so. Yeah, and she came out like she was Marley's ghost That's, times ten. And I said, "You're not a tortured soul. You're the you're the crux of the. You have to tell everybody." Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. We don't want, anyway. Yeah. So we did murder. We always did that seance thing. We also uh, did um, Tom's Tom Benton short. Oh film. yeah, we did the we studios did are coming studios where are you coming. shot that, that and brilliant. edited, shot and edited. And oh, I should find that video too. Found the music for that too. Which it's funny. I was watching another video the other day, and someone else used the music from the guy that we used on that. Really? And I actually had a conversation. That I said, "How did you like that music?" Because oh, the guy's fantastic. He gives his music out. And as long as you give him credit, he doesn't care if you use it. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, that's put what... a link to that short that yes, you guys I'm... are talking about up on the page. There we go. I'm going yeah, it right, right on YouTube. Because I'm going to start playing it, and it's going to be blah, blah, blah. Coming. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that, you know, just to quickly describe that, that was a, a silent film that we did. Uh, Tom wrote it, and you directed. I was the director of photography, and I did the editing. And I had a lot of fun in that project too. That was fun. that was a that was a fun day. I, and it's funny too. I watch it now, and I realize that there's one part of it that we broke the theme. 
You know, and I think about that, and I, then I think about it, and I think that was kind of clever. That, is that the end when it when it turns color? No, no, no. When when the whole the whole movie was done with the camera standing still, we never moved the camera because in the twenties the cameras were huge, and they, they didn't do rolling shots. They didn't do anything like that. Yeah. Everything. So the one of the last scenes is him walking through the door, and then the f- camera was following right. him until he got to the final door, and then there was a long. Um, and I thought that was a brilliant shot too, when him walking out the door into the bright light, into like it was, yeah, so it was it, very it sunny so out that out, day, yep. and it blew out. It was fantastic, and yeah, I just <laughs> you got to go out to it's on YouTube. It's called The Studios Are Coming. Yeah, I, I, I know. Put I'm, the link right. I'm hosting. I, I hosted. A few other people are hosting it on on uh, on uh, YouTube. So yeah, definitely. Uh, just fantastic. I, you know what? It was I, so fun to do. My one thing, my one regret on that is that we we couldn't have shot. We didn't shoot it in HD. You know, just HD wasn't around. Yeah, sure it was. It was expensive, but I know. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But you know, but I thought, yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun to do. And the link is up, so if any of my listeners on Mixler would like to listen, uh, go like to watch it. Certainly, either after this program, uh, actually, definitely after this program. Don't don't go away. Don't go away. Don't go away. Um, and Karen, funny, I just had a funny memory about the last laugh before we go on. To yeah, me. yeah. I was did I was coming they, back you, to you anyway. Okay. Um, the first actress that you cast. Yeah. Do you remember that she had a reaction to the fact that we had cats and how she didn't tell us that she was allergic to cats? It was Margaret. Yeah, and she like all of a sudden came in and she's like, can't talking like that. I'm like, she I lost, can't she talk no She couldn't breathe. More. She couldn't talk. I Mar- mean, I felt so bad, but it was really funny. I mean, I serious I, but funny. <laughs> well, yeah, it was uh, it was Margaret Samaday. Yeah. Uh, Mar- I couldn't even picture. I, I remember being there when she shot, but I I could Poor not. Thing. She's so sweet, and she just yeah. couldn't even breathe. Yeah, it was Margaret. Oh, some. I'm trying to get her name, and yeah, and the day before, and this is what I've learned since, and I tell my students this all the time. I go find out any dietary, find it any allergies, and of course, it was like we, you and I went through the whole house. We cleaned the whole place. We were ready to shoot, and then we called up. You know, we sent the email out and said, oh. You know, if you said because you're because your brother-in-law, our, our brother-in-law Dan, is allergic to cats, we were like, okay, if you're allergic to cats, bring your medication. And of course, Margaret was deathly, yeah, deathly like nothing I've ever seen. Like she just exploded when a cat came in the room. It yeah, was like nothing I've ever seen before. I, I was like, and literally, she started off, and I loved Margaret. I loved her, and that's why we got Jennifer, yeah, um, Jennifer to come in to fill in, but. Margaret was fantastic, I, yeah, and and I didn't know Jennifer from the auditions, but she was great. She paired well; it worked out nice. And I still have that footage somewhere. Yeah. I still have that footage somewhere. Um, but you know, the beginning of the day, she was like, "Yes, Mike, everything's fine." And then she, middle of the day, uh, Mike is a problem. And then at the end, it was Brenda Vaccaro <laughs> ate a pagoda. She was like, "What's happening in here?" She's like Harvey Firestein. I got bronchitis. She ain't no one got time for that. <laughs> she sounded like Bo Diddley. She's like, boom, 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 boom. Home, 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 home. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, Mike. She stayed there long no. enough. She'd be like James Brown. Get bad, but people get bad, but hit me. Sound like one of the trees from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> How would you like somebody ripping some of you? Um, but yeah, and but uh, and then you found you knew Jennifer from a different project I you did. did. Jennifer and I had and, uh, another short. And that was Jennifer was Scharf. Yes. Uh, Jennifer Star- Scharf, who is actually uh, still in this the Boston area. Currently, and she, she's actually moving to um, 
uh, to Seattle, and that's why she. I, I was hoping she could have joined us and called in. And I'm trying to see if anybody called. Did I she's miss been call? real busy doing her own projects too in the past ten years. I know that. Yeah, uh, she's doing, doing a, really well. She's doing a, um, uh, a weekly video blog. A video blog about the, moms. The mom, yeah, the mom com. Uh, very funny stuff. I, I catch it every Thursday, and mm-hmm. she is brilliant. I have to. I've always thought that Jen was brilliant from when I met her at the um, at the, at the show, and then I saw some of her other work, the stuff that she's been writing mm-hmm. and the movies she's been doing, and then we've had conversations, uh, and she's just she cracks me up. She is so funny, and her daughter's doing a lot of some acting work too. Is she? I think yeah. so. They, or for or photography or something or dance. Yeah, she. She does. Um, I know she plays piano, so I know she does like piano recitals. I've yeah. seen some YouTube videos of her playing. She's very good. I think she's like. And speaking of kids on the film, Derek and Samantha Dupuy, give a shout out. To yeah, them. you know what I'm gonna do? Let's uh, let's take a let's take a quick break, and then uh, when we come back, uh, we can we can talk a little bit of more more of that. And I don't want to. I want all our listeners to stay active. Uh, by the way, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me. Your host, Mark Scalia, uh, and we're going to make you laugh a little bit on the on the break. We'll be right back. The only job he's ever had has been a paper route. He runs to mommy and daddy every time he has a boo-boo. Dates, he has the woman cut up his vegetables. He once spent 18 hours in a basement playing World of Warcraft just to get the Scarab Lord achievement. He is the most immature man in the world. I don't often go to bed without supper, but when I do, it's because I've been bad. Stay thirsty, my friend. Hi there, this is Cheryl Fay, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with my friend, Mark Scalia. Yeah. You. Yes, you're listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And we're back. And we were just going over some of the, uh, uh, some of the other cast members who are cast and crew that are actually either could not join us or they're doing other projects. Um, Jennifer Scharf, who just went over, Martin Lee, we interviewed, I interviewed, and Hillary Barford called in. Uh, Maureen Daly, yeah. who played uh, Jennifer Scharf's character, Stephanie, her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, bizarre thing that Maureen and Jennifer look like they could be mother and daughter. Oh, it was great casting. It was just, it, you know, kind of accidental casting, but it happened. I mean, I cast Maureen, but certainly Jennifer was more uh, with uh, Margaret. But um, Maureen was great, and her scene, I recut her scene together too. Where is that? Um, and it came out so much better than the original. Is that the um, kitchen scene? That was the kitchen scene, yeah. and I recut that together. Let's see. It's... Uh, and oh, before we do that, I'll play the whole scene for everybody. I'll play the whole scene for everybody. Uh, but before we before we do that, I, can't see it. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, no, no. I'm gonna. You can move forward. No, no, they can't see. It. No, I know they can't see. It. I'm gonna play it audio wise. Ah, okay. So that everybody hears it. Gotcha. Martin didn't see it either. I Love played it for him. That's why I said she's nice. She's <laughs> nice. nice. So you forgot um, nice and purdy. Yeah, and purdy. <laughs> and of course, Paul was here. Great work in front of the camera. Uh, and the character of Paul is based on you. Uh, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. 
Yeah. Ten, ten years ten later, years later you're, admitting it, this. you're admitting it. I always know. Everybody no, does. no, because no, no, no. Even the, even the interview you, with Mark, Martin, just, he said that. Yeah, I know. I heard Martin say that, and, and I was. I've like, always said that. No, because I actually asked you at one point during the something something. It says that's the character. A, you said no. That's he's I not, never yeah, said no. Were, and, and I know at the I time never I was said like, no. well, maybe it's not based. I on never said no. Yeah, we did the whole opening scene is the fucking car ride you and I did the stitches, and you knew that. Anyway, you know, I can just, I'll edit your shit out. It doesn't matter. And yes, uh, Derek. I love you, man. Derek, <laughs> Derek and Samantha, Karen's niece and nephew, who were, um, I think, seven and five, respectively, or something like that. Yeah. They were, oh like, yeah, literally. And you guys can see that, and then you'll hear them giggling and laughing. Um, they were like children, children. Yeah, they were, they like, were like, children, like baby children. Like proper children. Um, and that, I think, is their first film they did. And I originally wanted to have my nephew in it, too, but there were some uh, glitches. Um, Guy McConnell, instrumental in making this film, um, was a DP for a lot of the a lot of the um, a lot of the shots. Yeah. Um, and then I did the rough edit, and he did a lot of the finish work on the edit. Um, just he was so good, and we worked. And because we did this, we worked on other films later. Yep. We did this uh, the see the, the seer, seer. yeah. Um, which again, I still really enjoy, and I have all the footage and stuff like that. And at some point, I'll yeah. get it to you in the scripts and all that. Um, but yeah, he just he was so good at writing that in the episodic kind of thing, and um, really calm. Which, I, which that's something I needed because I'm like I don't know I got 50 people and I got to order food. He's like we're gonna get the shot. <laughs> I was like okay. Um, and actually working in both him and uh, Kevin Cerrone, who uh, I actually uh, out of aisle five, they were both uh, no the guy was aisle five. Kevin was sort of a um, a co-conspirator, if you will, co-conspirator with uh, with guy. But aisle five yeah. did belong to guy. That was and, his company. And then uh, with and ironically. The lighting set that they bought, you now own. I, and actually, yeah, I you own the actual own. lights that were used on the set. So. And uh, so Kevin was uh, was ADing for a bunch of. You actually heard some of his voice in the outtakes and stuff like that. Um, so Kevin Cerrone was uh, an AD for that. He's very big and, into the theater now, and he's very yeah, successful in that. He's done, he's married, married, he's remarried. Yeah, yeah. He divorced and got married to. Uh, I think her name was Shonda. Oh, what's that Shonda, like? Yeah, what getting remarried? No, I don't know. I'll let you know soon enough. <laughs> No, I was I was looking at her when I said it to you. Oh. Anyway, no, it's Karen. It's teasing. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. Uh, and of course, there's only two more people. I three more people. Um, this is this is gonna freak you guys out because I I just became friends with friends with them on Facebook. My PA, the only person on the crew who got paid, was Mike Youngstrom, the PA who helped with a bunch of things. Kind of remember him. You remember Mike? Yeah. Kind of remember him. Mike wasn't on. A, he was only on set like five of the shoot days. He wasn't on every single set. Um, but him and I just, I just found him on Facebook. Of course, Karen, um, uh, you've, you've supported me before, during, after, and so much that I married you, which was nice. <laughs> Again, lucky we went gal. That. You're lucky. <laughs> um, and then the last, but certainly not least, most interesting part of the the. Um, the scenario before I just we wanted a copy of the video. <laughs> I would have done that. You could have got that for ten dollars. I would. I would have done that. I Three years later, you could have got that for ten dollars. Um, this music uh, was uh, actually helped because the 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 film was not completely done. I had only done two, three or two or three scenes, and uh, the music was all done by Chris Smith, your cousin. Yeah, brilliant. 
Um, he was just, and all this music was already done. It was already pre-produced and already arranged. And he had done it in a different album. And he says, oh, no, I'm not using it. And it was literally this song that he played that night when he came over your apartment and played it on a guitar. And I was like, I got to have this song. It's the song for my film. And uh, it was just like all the pieces of it because it goes from different thing. It's happy, it's small, it's sad, it's up and down. Um, and it was just, it worked out so nice. And when I went over to him after I'd done all the film and we scored it, all the, all the, these, all the, all the songs that are in there just happened to be the right length. They were all perfectly scored like it was meant to be. Awesome. Um, it was, and this of course is um, it, the other day or sometimes known as just the other day. Um, and the other songs featured were the drive city jam drenched and new deal. And again, these were all uh, these were all parts of uh, Chris uh, Chris Smith's Chris 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 Smith. Chris I'm saying Smith. Chris Smith. Crispy Smith. Chris Smith. Christmas. Chris Smith. Christmas. Christmas. There we go. Um, but those are all the things. And since I've got two, uh, both actors, yes. And don't, both, don't ever call me an actor. And both writers, yes. I'm more of like a friendly. And a friendly, he's a friendly foe. <laughs> like a little tattoo in the back of my neck. I belong to you. Uh, I'm your actor friendly. I, I don't know if you guys feel like playing, but you want to play? Are you threatening me? <laughs> I think we should play Are You Threatening Me? Sure. I think we should play that. And they're going to blow it up. Let's play it quick. When you get it right, you get. I bet you do all kinds of right. Sometimes you get. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. Yes, and when you are wrong, you get. That ain't right. You get that ain't right. That so right. here we go. All First right. person. Now, you guys can't look at the screen too oh, much. Okay. Actually, we'll Karen's, Karen, Karen has a slight. These are are you these are movie threats, and you have to guess the, um, the, 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 the movie. movie. The no, just the movie. Oh, just the movie. Right. Oh. And we're going to go speed round on this one. First oh. one to answer. I'm going to be roadkill. Go ahead. No, and I've got... <laughs> I'll scrape you up. It's okay. Oh, you don't know. First one to answer. Just raise your hand. Ready? Here we go. I got to barbecue your ass in molasses. Smoking the Bandit. I said raise your hand, but you Sorry. got it. But you she got, wasn't raising it. You got it right. I bet you do all kinds of right. <laughs> yeah, okay. baby. That's one for Paul. Hey, buddy. Ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you pissed blood? <laughs> Joy Luck Club? No. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Uh, Any uh, guess? Uh, all about Eve. Hey, buddy. <laughs> ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and being until you pissed blood? <laughs> I do not know that one. That is uh, Matchstick Men. Oh, never saw it. Here we go. Okay. My boyfriend's going to fuck you up. And then after that, while he's fucking up your fucking gay uncle over there, I'm going to fucking cut off your cock and mail it to your mother, you fucking faggot bitch. <laughs> That's, um, what's her name? Um, the uh, the co comic who was on uh, the voice of uh, the, the cartoon character in Wreck-It Ralph. Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. That's oh, Sarah Silverman. Sounded like my mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My boyfriend's gonna fuck you up. And then after that, while he's fucking up your fucking gay uncle over there, I'm gonna fucking cut off your cock and mail it to your mother, you fucking faggot bitch. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's no just frozen. Frozen. <laughs> frozen. Yes, Let it, it is. go. It is Let frozen. Let it go. I don't even, I'm, I refuse to see that movie in any way, shape, or form. Uh, that was The Way of the Gun. 
So far, Paul's winning with one. With one. <laughs> Here we go. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. <laughs> you pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes. I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. <laughs> that kingpin? Close. Oh, the Big Lebowski. It's the Big Lebowski. That's right. That's what it was. Here we the go. Big Lebowski. When I'm right, I'm right. Karen is like completely I lost. Right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. All right. Uh, Paul, I want you to not answer this one. Okay. You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Come on, Karen. You got this one. Do it again. <laughs> You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Doesn't it sound like he has an accent? He has. He does have an accent. I know he does have an accent, but it sounds like, I mean, compared to some of his other roles. Yes. Karen? He, he barely sounds like he has an accent. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know who that is. It's It's also the I just phrase told you for, it was. For, for going without underwear. Oh, my God. What's the phrase for not going? Are any of my listeners... Joey Tribbiani used to do it all the time. Go without underwear. And he would say, I'm going... Fuck naked? Oh, my God. Please. Any listeners... I know we have three guests that want to remain anonymous, but somebody just fucking typed this in. The suspense is killing me. (laughs) It's Commando. Oh, I heard of that. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? The no underwear thing in the movie? Mark, in all fairness, you need to describe our Netflix feud. honestly, I mean... That ain't right. That ain't right. There we go. Karen, this one's for you, all right? Say nothing. I'll say nothing. Oh, that's funny. You're going to look funnier sucking my dick with no teeth. I don't know these. How do you not know that one? Everybody knows that one. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You're going to look funnier sucking my dick with no teeth. I have no clue. Are you kidding me? I have Paul? no clue. Listen, unless- Paul. I've been told to shut up. No, what is the song? I mean, what is What's, the clip? I don't actually remember. Really? Really, I don't remember. It, I know it sounds familiar, and I know I've seen it, but it's, it's sh- drawing a blank. Shaft? Shawshank. Oh, that's right, too. That was oh, Boggs. Oh, what? No, I've seen that movie a million times. You're funny sucking my dick with no uh, teeth. Oh, no, that was, that was Clancy Brown. That's when he's up there, and, he's, was, he's, yeah. and he, goes, he goes, do you trust your wife? Yeah, <laughs> he's really gonna throw him off the roof. <laughs> this is this is a male versus female audio thing. And if you come near my family Shawshank again, Redemption I'm gonna fucking kill you. Well, excuse me, but fuck you, Derek. If you come near Danny again, I will feed you your fucking heart, Cameron. See that these are the lines that guys remember. American history <laughs> X. <laughs> yeah, come on, really, Karen, you got this one. This is the dumbest fucking line I've ever heard. I can take that to the bank. Oh God! I'll take you Wait. To the bank, Senator Trent. <laughs> to the blood bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's in a movie. That isn't an actual movie. It's the end of the movie. Kelly LeBrock is in that movie. Steven Seagal is in that movie. Oh, you just named two reasons why I probably have not watched. Hard it. to kill. <laughs> Come Hard on. Hard to kill. Don't oh my God. Before. Oh, All right. Goodness. Okay. Let me ask you guys. Have you ever seen Rabbit Proof Fence? Uh, that was with uh, was that Kenneth Branagh? No, it's oh, with was that uh, it's the guy who played. No, it's the guy uh, who, who played uh, the Butler, name? Lee Daniels. No, not my <laughs> God, you guys aren't even on the right continent. You see, these are the movies that I know. I've, I've seen it. I've seen the picture. You've seen, seen all right. You've seen this movie. Friends. You've seen this movie. Okay. You've seen this movie. All right, I trust you. I've you've seen this movie. Go ahead. I think he's trying. One to One night, me. I'm going to come to you inside of your house, wherever you're sleeping, and I'm going to cut your throat. 
Oh, I know this. I know you know <gasps> it. I know you know this. Oh, what's it? It's oh, I have a milkshake. Ah, Daniel you, Day. <laughs> Love him. What's the name of the movie? Um, oh, gosh. It came out at the end of January. I mean, early December, January. I have a straw. And I know the movie. And I, I have a straw, a long straw. It's like great. this. It's uh, And it goes, oh, oh. <laughs> over there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There, there will be blood. You are not yes. my son. There will be, there's shallow where there will be blood. You're not my son. I found you. I found you in a basket. <laughs> You're a bastard in a basket. Really? Did you get one right? I got she it. did. You all kinds of right. Oh, it's still not right. <laughs> if you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, don't. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Come on, Karen. This could be any movie. It's that you not rent. any movie. This it's a specific any movie. Any movie that you rent. I it's swear. not. Liam Deeson said the line. <laughs> a fine shot. Right after that, he said, I could have done more. I could have got rid of this watch. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon? I, I, Too I soon. honestly don't know. It's taken. Is it taken, Paul? I never saw taken. It. You, did, you never saw it, Karen? No. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. Well, that was a complete waste of uh, our time. I told you I'd be roadkill. But made Paul I'm scraping you up now, baby. I'm going to put you in the back of the truck and take you down to the dump. Awful. (laughs) My my brother finally got it. Somebody woke him up. He's like, taken. Boom. It happened. (laughs) Oh, good golly. Nice Chris. Miss Molly. That was a a nice save, Chris. Thank you. This whole... Whole world's going to hell in a handbasket, but you saved us. Thank you. Thank you. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to take our third and final break. And uh, ironically, um, we're almost out of time. <laughs> so you're listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We will be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hi, this is Paul Kravitz. You're listening to Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia. Or is it with? I don't know, but you're listening to it, and that's the important thing. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Way Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a very good show. And before before I let everybody go, um, there's a couple things I wanted to say. Um, it, it's, it's been 10 years since I've done the show. Uh, since, I've, since I've done the show. It's, it's been, it feels like 10 years since I've done this fucking show. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 10 years uh, since, uh, since Last Laugh, since the first... Uh, film I made, and I um, I wanted to let the listeners know this. Um, coming up over the next few weeks, I've been uh, I've written a few short stories and a couple scripts and things like that, and I'm converting them so that they can be audio more effective audio wise. So um, 
having the 10 year anniversary has actually re-inspired me uh, to, you know, do more and not just do the show, produce the show and have fun, uh, but also to to do more, to do different things. And, uh, you know, the short stories are going to be, uh, I'm going to get uh, some people and some, ac- I've had actors and I have a lot of, a uh, couple things that I'm working on now and I'm having actors do voiceover work for it. And uh, I'm going to really try to bring them into this show, not just have fun, but, you know, also show off uh, some, uh, some, some skills, some things and stuff like that. And which leads me to my next point. If you guys, you're listening, my listening audience, would like to uh, contribute, uh, do a promo or, um, you know, commercials, there's no, I'm not selling anything because certainly Karen, my wife, does Salem Food Tours and that was one of the sponsors. And I call sponsors, sponsors. Uh, I don't want to play all my weird commercials <laughs> all the time. I'd like to have actual uh, different people. So, um, if you would like to be a sponsor or even a guest, you can email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com or mark at markscalia.com. And certainly you can call the hotline at 978-219-9294. And I'm putting that in the chat. There we go. And it's in the chat. Uh, from Family Guy, oh, what if Zoe Deschanel played daughter in that movie? Send me her head. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't like Zoe Deschanel. What's wrong with her? I don't know. It's just it's probably from a, it's from a Family Guy clip. Oh, let's see. I I don't know what he's looking for. I think it might have been from Taken. When he was yeah, it about, is. We were talking about Taken. Yeah, let's instead of video. Maggie Grace being the daughter, maybe Zoe yeah. Deschanel and. So let's. So. I don't know. That's now he's got me curious. Let's see if this works. No. After my reality snaps. No, it's, Come it on doesn't back work. To me. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Uh, he'll have to send that to me. But uh, before I let you guys go, um, funniest story on the last laugh. Not just the outtakes, but anything. You, you were saying you kind of remember Karen. You kind of remember some of the the things that have happened. Oh, now boy. that you've seen some of the clips, what did you do? You know, we already went through the the Margaret Samba day. Yeah, that would probably have been my fun. Yeah, that would have been the funniest one. Right, I get it close to the mic. Yes, how's that? I can't yes. hear myself on the headset. So, well, that's um, why you can't hear yourself. You don't talk in the microphone. Yeah, that's true. There you go. <laughs> I would say it was definitely the uh, <laughs> the Margaret moment. Poor thing. I mean, I, I, you know, I know she was uncomfortable. But it was just that whole transformation with her. And voice. I felt I felt bad because I saw her like two weeks later, and she still didn't have her whole voice back. Uh, no, we were ready to wheel in oxygen for yeah. her. You know, and we were supposed just... to shoot on the Saturday and the Sunday. Yeah. And this was a Saturday in the rain. Yeah. And the next day, uh, I think we scrapped it. We tried to shoot something else, but I don't yeah. think it went there. So. Exactly. And I think, hey, wait a minute! Did one of the cats try to take get in one of the shots? Didn't one of the um, Sophia try to? I thought one of them did. Got one across one of the. Shows. No, you wanted me to go. You wanted me. Oh, the cat should be in the video. No, the cats aren't going to be the fucking. Cats are going to be in the fucking. Spoken clip. like a true future cat lady. <laughs> Put the cat in the movie. It's, Put the cat. I have all my stuff in the corner next to the cats. It's hoarding. <laughs> and Paul, your favorite, your favorite money uh, movie, uh, uh, fa- favorite my moment, favorite moment. I, I think. Funny story. I think the couple ones really come from the from the outtakes. Really, I, I think the the one that I that you you played with the you know lower lower, and I was just calling off the shot and I just used a lower voice because it it basically stopped everything and people were just pissing themselves laughing. And 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 again, I 
I thought it was, you know, just being clever. I didn't expect it to get that that reaction. But again, uh, Kevin, the consummate professional, he like he put the killjoy in. You know, he put, he threw the kill switch. He's like, all right, come on, we really need to focus. I remember that. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, just laugh once, just laugh once. Uh, do you um, do you remember do you remember this moment? Do you remember this movie? <laughs> See if you remember this one. This is when we shot. Rolling. This when we shot in the hotel. Scene eight, C, take two. Yes. And I was tired. Dude, this is the yeah, this is the, this is the other one I was going to tell yeah. you one. This is the other funny part. All right, sorry. This is me. I'm like totally st- losing it. Housekeeping. Settle. Settle. Action. Housekeeping. <laughs> You're that clever shark, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it again. I'm just a dolphin, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. That was going to be my second one. It was the shark. Thing. And that was we would. That's the day we shot at um, at uh, Karen's uh, uh, Karen's uh, sister's house. Which it was like ninety five oh, degrees, hot that day, and we yeah. had all the equipment, and it was like the most miserable day shoot. Then we shot outside in the car, yep. in the heat, and then we went over to the Best Western, and I rented the hotel room, and I think I stayed there that night because I I, I paid for the room. I was like, I might as well. Um, and that was the strangest thing because I said, Oh, can I sign this release? I want to shoot a movie here. <laughs> and they went, What? I go, No, it's like a movie. It's an independent film. It's not, and I and I made the mistake because I was so new. I go, it's not a porno or anything. <laughs> well, that, well, he said it wasn't a porno. <laughs> he's got to be telling the truth. He's he's so honest, and he's got a release. Uh, and that was uh, that was, but we had fun in the outtakes. Yeah, there was we had a, a lot, lot of fun. Lot of fun, and I remember you actually let me direct one scene. It, you know, it was it was when we were, I was filming um, Elaine. What was his name? Elaine, the, who played Robbie? Oh, Robbie's uh, Alan yeah. Sergile. Alan Sergile, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I filmed him doing which I didn't mention up. because he was in such. He was the comic on stage in between yeah. everything else, and then uh, Martin and I kind of zing him a little bit, but right. totally drew a blank on him. I'm sorry, comic Alan. please, comic please, which is but the yeah, Chris Rock. Let me thing. direct one little scene with him yeah. and, on the stage, and I was I was thinking to myself. I really don't ever want to be a director, just because it was just it was it was it was like trying to pull teeth with him yeah. to get because I knew what you wanted from him. Yeah. You told me make sure he does this. So getting him to try and do it, I'm like, all right, Alan, try it like this because mm-hmm. this is what Mark wants, and everything was this is what Mark wants, and <laughs> and and everything on that shoot from from Mar- from May 21st that year 2004 to the end of it, it's whatever mark wanted let's just get it done yeah so and i just remember we finally got it to how close to how you want i went yeah mark can take this directing stuff and shove it up his ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, it, a, I'm, a, I'm a good number two number not two the evil evil one. number two yes evil your stock is climbing your stock is rising <laughs> um but, but yeah it's uh it 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 was re- difficult for me too because I had never really directed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've taught. I was teaching an- stand up and I was teaching improv. So I was like, oh, and I wrote this. I know what it's about. But I learned so much more as a director, and and now it's completely different. And and it's, uh, and it's getting an actor to do the same. You know, 
But yeah. And 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 I believe me, I had my flaws, and I I lost control a lot of times, and I lost focus, and there was ton of. <laughs> <laughs> They're motioning to each other. He didn't lose control, <laughs> did he? That's impossible. Because um, I'll let them know. I don't care. Um, but it's as far as you know, learning to direct a lot. I, it was very a lot of it was hands on, and it did nothing but benefit me. So I'm very happy Absolutely. with that. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's been close to an hour and thirty nine minutes. So. Oh, here's minutes. what we're gonna do. Uh, we are gonna currently wrap up the show, but. I've got one more thing to Oh, add. one more thing, do I you? Do. What is it? And it's just a tie in between your movie and our anniversary. One of my favorite moments of the movie was watching you and the kids out in the backyard. And just to have that footage, just personally, it still means a lot to me. So I love you. Happy anniversary. Love is in the air. I knew I was going to agree for that one. Oh. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. It, it was. Really, it was. It and, was. And, and Mark and I also want to say that. For someone who got married on a day the world was supposed to end, oh, yeah, you guys have right fared too. pretty well. You guys have done well for yourselves. So yeah. you're Thank the reason you. why the world didn't end that day. Is it? It is. Mm-hmm. You guys are. Forget about the crackpot oh. who started it all. Oh, wait a minute. I'm... I was trying to find it. Can't find it. There was something. Oh, well. I wanted to, I wanted to do what I did. When my sister was actually listening, she was like, she's had this moment. I started playing. I started playing. I went, it's it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's so so nice when when you were there. She's like, you're an asshole. I go, I go, what do you think? I'm not going to do that. But yes, honey. And I'm, I'm very happy that I have that with uh, your niece and nephew. And I was very happy to, to give them their first movie role. That's right. As it were. Mm-hmm. Um, that rocky-ass backyard of theirs. Oh, and they had... the kid over, and I thought for sure he was going to have a couple abrasions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and not just that. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? You can play the actual... Here, so Karen can see this one time. This was this. Telling this. Hi! I can see you! Oh, I cry. Yeah. Those are a niece and nephew. Oh, they were Derek's like, graduating high school in a couple weeks. That's cray oh cray. It's super cray. It's super cray. Super cray cray. <laughs> but yes, that's uh that's you wanna you wanna cry. So I have the premiere too. I have the premiere the when I did the premiere, and my dad was there. That's right. Yeah, and all you could hear was it's like Vader was in the room because his fucking <laughs> oxygen machine was going on. Well, you know, I'm Vader means father. That's funny. It's Vader, German for father. Time coming for me. I'm so, very happy that there's my brother. Here is here. Yeah, see, um, that's my dad. That's my brother. Piece of something of support. And you hear my father. <laughs> and you hear my father in 15, 20 seconds go. <laughs> It was my dad. It was my dad. My brother should get a kick out of that too. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's my God. It's been ten years, and I hope that I can. Uh, I mean, I I work with. I still try to work with you as much as I can, Paul. Yeah. And you know, with um, with your two dads on, and you doing more of the radio stuff and getting back into that. And I really, uh, I hope that nothing but success with that. I and I know it's going to keep moving on you. And of course, Karen's always doing other things, and we're in the process of writing a couple things and and i'm always trying to help with salem food tours and 
and uh and you got a couple big things coming in you can't tell talk much about so i'll just kind of tease it um karen has landed a couple roles uh in a couple big films um big enough to the to you know speaking lines and stuff like that which is nice um so she's doing that um and i'm going to be directing coming up again i'm directing uh, for the salem theater company moments of plays it's their 10 minute uh they essentially they have a 10 minute kind of play festival where they uh they do we're doing seven plays this year and i'm directing uh zeno's arrow Ooh, yes and it sounds uh, special it is it's very special i love it uh so i think i'm gonna wrap it up on that can I quickly and, plug oh, Your Two Dads for this yeah. week? Real quick. Oh, there you go. Uh, this week, <laughs> uh, this Friday on Mixler, uh, Your Two Dads, the theme for this week is The Things We've Handed Down. Uh, it's basically talking about the things we want to teach our kids, the things we don't want to teach our kids, yeah. and the shit they figure out all in a row. So that'll be the show this week. Now, Your I'm, Two Dads airs at 9.30. Yeah. On Friday nights, uh, we're trying to get a different time frame, but right now nine thirty is where it has to be at. So yes, uh, so definitely and, have a listen. And your two dads, is, Paul, has actually signed in. So if any of the listeners would like to just ch- even check them out, listen to some of the show reels, and I recommend that a mixler definitely check out people, find out what they're all about. You can click his little icon. Uh, if I click it right there, you can say follow or yes. more info, and then you can just go check, check, check it out right. Follow there. me, bitches. Uh, I love you long time for it. <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Uh, it so, is, actually. So it is. To like have the back of you. a Volkswagen. So uh, I am actually going to be up in uh, the Lewiston Ramada in Lewiston, Maine, Friday night. And next week, my guest will be Andrea Lyman, a very talented actress in the Boston area. Come back and listen next week. Thank you, guys. Radio Regardless. Peace out. This has been Ray- Hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoy. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden, shall be sent to a work camp.